0: The AT Banter Podcast, a balanced and entertaining look at assistive technology, accessibility, and its importance to people's lives. Join Rob Mano, Brian Flurry, and Steve Barclay as they banter with people around the world about anything and everything regarding assistive technology. And the disability
1: community. And now, on with the show! Hey, and welcome to another episode of AT Banter. Banter, banter. My name is Rob Minot, and joining me today is spooky Ryan Fleury, ghoulish Steve Barkley.
2: Oh, my God. It's not safe to be
3: here.
1: (laughs) And the undead Rick Chant is joining us. Is that your neck? (laughs) I won't tell you what it was. Something that hasn't been used for a while. (laughs) Why is this a very special episode, Ryan? It's Halloween. That's right. Our big Halloween show Uh, very exciting.
3: (laughs) I gotta get this bloody bat off my microphone.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking the same thing.
1: (laughs) Hey, oh, and we should mention, uh, the Guitar Dungeon is very... Well
2: decorated. Oh yeah, so nice. You guys did a good job, uh, Ryan. That's all my wife. I like. I like the sign that says "Home of a spooky witch and a handsome devil and their ghoulish goblins." The only problem <laughs> is the only statement in there that I disagree with is the handsome I, devil. Yeah. Him ugly. <laughs> I love the. Uh, I love the old that. black and white photo, yeah. the baby. The evil
1: baby photo that you've got here in the corner. off have to take a picture of that later too. <laughs> That's pretty. So, Rick, you know, it's been a while since uh, since you've been here, so we're we're excited
2: to have you. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it, it has been a while, but you almost didn't have me. I mean, trying to get over here from, from the other side of the bridge was a, a bit of a nightmare, and, you know, traffic on the highway is, well, what traffic on the highway is in Vancouver? Uh, but for some reason or other, there were four ambulances that screamed by me. Uh, I yeah, didn't yeah. see where they were going, but... Uh, I'm I'm sure it's n- nothing pretty. Yeah, the trains were really slow this morning, too, for some reason, so...
3: Yeah, I heard there was some sort of police incident in Burnaby this morning. Yeah. It's probably something to do with that.
2: The uh, Halloween craziness. Yeah, probably. Trying well, to run over the ghouls.
1: Well, luckily, we made it all in one piece, and we're here, and we are going to get all Halloween-y on everybody's butts. Woo! <laughs> weenie,
2: Halloween! Weenie!
1: <laughs> uh, but you know what? First, before we do that, Ryan... I got something to talk about. Do yeah, you? Yeah. yeah. I want to talk to you guys about this. Uh, I saw this over the weekend, and it pissed me off. <laughs> I just laughed. How much it did it piss you off? off? It me off. It was terrible. Well, let me, let me, w- should we set this up? So this was sent in, or no, w- I think we saw this on Twitter. Uh, but this was a, a segment that, that aired on some UK morning show, uh, I guess, last good, week. Good morning, Britain. Uh, with Piers Morgan. With Piers Morgan. It's, it's a segment that features this woman. I guess she's, a, she's an animal advocate. And the segment's called, Are Guide Dogs Unethical? And let me tell you, th- if this does not get you guys' blood boiling, <laughs> I don't know what will. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a little bit of it, and then let, let's talk about it. So hold on. Let me, let me just...
4: You want to get rid of guide dogs, uh, sniffer and bomb disposal dogs, police dogs, working sheep dogs... <sighs> All dogs.
5: <laughs> What's right? no, these dogs? Yes, no, not really. That, that That's that's quite a, a broad sweep are of... They all uh, fall under your
4: sense umbrella sense? of dogs that are, have not given consent yeah, no, to my... do highly valuable work. I mean, yeah. that is your all-encompassing role, right?
5: Well, my point is that, um, you know, I'm very uncomfortable with the idea that we use animals. You know, we've used animals for a long time, and, and back, you know, war horses and... Pigeons and dogs in rockets and things like that, and I want to obviously get away from the fact of us using animals for our benefit. Use being the operative word. But um, Do you I, think I these don't... dogs are unhappy.
0: Do you think that guide dog is unhappy doing what it's? No, doing?
5: I don't. I don't think that at all. And I actually, um, you know, feel that, um, you know. <sighs> They're not unhappy, and it's not actually being cruel in the way of vivisection is cruel, halal meat is cruel. Because you say that when we're using them
0: without their consent, and that we're actually using them, that it suggests Mm. that they're doing something that they're being
5: coerced or forced to do, that would make
0: them miserable, but that's
5: clearly not the case. There's a big difference between um, uh, a guide dog and a dog that has been forced into a dangerous situation. You know, like a police dog. Or so you don't a want to ban horse. guide
0: dogs? So you want to ban bomb disposal
5: sniffer dogs? Yeah, and, and I don't actually want to ban guide dogs. I actually feel that there's a couple of issues uh, with the welfare of them, but actually, apart from that, for the human benefit, I think that surely some kind of modern technology can take over and benefit every blind person, because at the moment, A dog does not suit every blind person. What's your... What are your... What are
4: your your welfare issues with guide dog?
5: The welfare issues are probably twofold. The first is that... um... They uh, are bred specifically for the programme and the 25%, I think I'm right in saying 25% of them that don't make the grade, those pups then have to be rehomed and they're going into a system which is already bursting full of dogs that need to find a new home. So that's overloading the rehoming problem. So your
0: issue isn't it with the guide dogs which are working as guide dogs? Without yes. consent, as you say, it's with all the guide dogs which are not working as guide dogs.
5: That doesn't make sense. no 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 it no, sense. no. It's the whole welfare issue around it, and also the waiting list. I spoke to a lady the other day. The waiting list. It, she says, "I'm waiting. I'm on a waiting list for a year and a half for a guide dog." So obviously something's going wrong. So we need we? more guide dogs? No, no, we need new technology so that every visually impaired <laughs> person I'm can, losing have the plot can have here. <laughs> so there's not enough guidance. guide dogs,
4: but there's too many guide dogs. Uh, I've lost it.
6: Nigel.
5: <laughs> it's simple. To <laughs> Do guide dogs you, love as it's as not guide simple. dogs?
6: So, so what's the answer, Nigel, to this? I think there's a great answer and it's already in place. I mean, technology would be great if it were there, but it just isn't there. So at the moment, but it's could be the true. best thing, but it isn't. Mm. So at the moment, what we've got in place is amazing organisations training up these dogs, working so many hours a week to to get these dogs well behaved. And the guide dogs only work about a few hours a day. Mm. So all the other dogs are on the dole. These dogs are happy, these dogs Mm. are working. Mm. And it's really lovely to see. And on that video, the partnership of that lady and the Mm. dog, there's so (coughs) many amazing partnerships and beautiful stories that are created from these service But what dogs? about
5: when the dog retires and it can't stay with the owner because the owner wants another guide dog maybe uh, there's and many... there's no room in the house for well, the original there, guide there's dog?
6: There's loads of things that happen. Some of the dogs stay with the owner as a uh, pet. Yeah. Sometimes they're uh, rehomed with family members. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're back with the people who, brought, who, who looked after them when they were puppies. But what, the Guide Dog Association, in this instance, always finds a loving home for the dog. That's their when did, number Wendy, do you, do you one. have a dog?
5: My, my, yes, I do. No, dog if do you... if my dog... What got dog got do you have? Hang on. No, if my dog got to nine years old... Excuse me. Excuse ..he would hate what dog,
4: to What be. dog have you got? What is that dog?
5: She is uh, a rescue dog from Paws to Rescue and I found her in Bucharest about to be killed. Right. Brought her
4: in. And have you trained your dog?
5: <laughs> well, not... Not extensively, <laughs> so Have you tried to? No. Have you tried
4: to train your dog?
5: Um only to sit. Only to sit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm serious. A lot of it's for her safety as well. But did you get the dog's situation. consent? Your
4: dog's consent no,
5: to sit? No, but To obey
4: your human orders?
5: Cruelty. What? I'm not, no, I'm not bothered about
4: that. And you're not. talking about consent. You have a big issue with dogs consenting. My argument yes. is everybody in the world But to be put in a dangerous dog. situation. You trained your dog to sit without getting any consent from that dog No, to
5: you're to just making a function. big sweeping statement because...
4: The I'm exposing the hypocrisy no. of your statement.
5: No, you're not at all because... Do you, <laughs> ride, dogs horses? Who are Do you ride horses? <laughs> dogs who are... P- Do you ride horses? No. Dogs. Have you ever ridden horses? Yes. Right. But I plod did you through a the forest. Did you get, I do not did you put get that the horse. Did you get the Did you get
4: your horses' consent to ride through the forest? You're, you're totally off the argument. Did you Ask the question. Ask the question. No,
5: you're completely off the argument. Did you
4: ask your horses' consent to ride through the forest?
5: Well, seeing as he doesn't speak, so you, you clambered on top of
4: I your don't. horse, right, and you and you charged <laughs> along on top of it without in any potentially consent. Potentially
5: dangerous situations. To be fair to that no, horse. No, 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 because I'm a responsible rider and responsible. Oh, so because
4: you. You're responsible, then it's fine to not get consent.
5: No, you're really, really <laughs> mixing up the issue. Am I? You said it's yeah. about consent. It's partly about consent. So but if there's it's partly a partly big about issue consent, around it. Partly about
4: consent, unless it's your animals. And you're riding them, or you're ordering them to do things, in which case consent goes out the window because you, Wendy, have decided you know better than the animal, and they don't need to give you well, their Well, I know
5: when or not I'm putting my animal or any animal in a potentially dangerous or vulnerable situation. Right. So,
4: we, so because you're a sort of saintly figure when it comes to your Ooh. animal ownership, we should all relax. Ooh.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh,
0: Nigel, does Wendy have a point about animals which are genuinely in very dangerous situations in war zones for uh,
6: example? Yes, but. But what is the alternative again? And if there is an alternative, like machines, which they do get to Mm. go in there, then fantastic. Mm. And I think they would rather do that, but it's about a a, a cost thing. But,
5: but again, it's cost as opposed to a sentient being Oh,
6: you know what, Wendy? Why don't we just let guide dogs do their
5: fabulous
4: work for people who are blind and rely on them and can then get out and about because of their guide dogs? The guide dogs always look happy to me. The people that they're helping look happy to me. They seem to thrive on it. Why don't you just continue riding your horse without its consent... ..telling
5: your your dog what to do without its consent... ..and leave people who are blind to have the dogs that help them. I want everyone who is blind to be able to be guided and i think the future of that is in
1: developing okay. technology all right <sighs> oh my god so much wrong with that right? <laughs> so much, i don't even know where to begin i'm just well first of all okay so cringing. I, mean, I think my cringing. tongue is bleeding talking yeah. about the you know the technology i mean that's ludicrous yeah like the the idea that oh well we should just develop some technology that will completely replace a guide dog yeah because
3: like, nobody's ever tried that like, okay, the, most, mind a guide robot.
1: the most sophisticated <laughs> robot, right. like what, what is the most sophisticated robot in the market right now? What, a Roomba? <laughs> like that's where we got to this point. So a Roomba, that's where we are and we need a fully sentient AI. Yeah. I mean, we're not even close no.
2: to a place well, we where could you a, could. We, we could put could, a harness on a Roomba and see what happens.
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: right. no, the, the, Get led around the house. So, I mean, we, we've just, got, we've got self-driving cars now that keep running into things, you know? Yeah, yeah there's, that's the state of there, the technology.
1: There, there's just, so. there's nothing, there's nothing in the, there's nothing that we're even not even close to being able to replace something no. like a guide dog for blind people. No. So you can just take that argument right off the table. Yeah. Like maybe in 30 years, okay, maybe we can have uh, a, a, a conversation about it again. But then this idea that, I
3: mean. <laughs> How do you get consent from a dog? <laughs> a of, a of, like, what do you do? do you, Come on. Uh, shake, shake a paw if you're consenting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a paw print just to be sure. I mean, okay, but if you take this treat, you're consenting. But you know, this is there's no quid pro quo
2: here. This is
1: This is what makes my blood boil though is because this is not the first time I heard about this. I've I actually heard rumblings about this a few months ago um, where somebody was saying, "Oh yeah, I think In fact, I think it was on Twitter and somebody who had a guide dog, somebody, some animal activist got in their face and was going off on them about how unethical it was to have a guide dog. So this this is this woman. That's not an isolated incident. There are animal activists out there that are starting to push back against the idea of service animals.
7: Oh, sure. But this woman had no idea what she was even talking about. Well, absolutely. This will no idea. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not, but I
1: guess my point is, what what worries me is is because all it takes in this age of social media is these one inter- ideas, one interaction. Yeah, these ideas catch fire real quick, and and you know, I I fear that they're going to be. There is going to be pushback against the idea of guide dogs, which is the last thing you need. But you know, you can go down point by point of our arguments, and and of course they're ludicrous. And I mean, honestly, in terms of them being happy, I mean, they're dogs. They they love being outside. They love guiding. They, they love like being with their owner and and working. I mean, who's ever seen an unhappy guide dog? And not only that, oh, like I, if you, I've you want, I've seen I've seen, unhappy guide I've dog. seen an unhappy oh. guide dog. <laughs> <Five>. <laughs> yeah.
2: well, we, we have a we have a client in North Van that. You shouldn't have a dog well
1: yeah. that's a whole different issue i mean certainly you know there you you could make the argument where okay well maybe the vetting process when it comes to giving out guide dogs needs to improve or i don't know i mean maybe there's an argument there but this idea that that it's cruel to have service animals is just it, it's so frustrating and so ridiculous when, when it comes to unhappy pets i mean I live in an apartment building, and there are tons of dogs in the apartment building. That, to me, is far more cruel than having a guide dog.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna have to go home and see if I can get Daisy's consent.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, right? I'll have to wake my dog up if I'm gonna get her consent. Yeah, <laughs> oh, boy. Cause she's got a queen-size bed with a memory foam mattress now watch yeah. out
3: yeah daisy's sitting on a king yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> let's give pro- well, i thought i thought um Piers did a good job of pushing back on her though yeah. oh he did I, no, I he like, yeah i like just
3: push back on her he slapped her around well yeah <laughs> oh, yeah
7: well where's it gonna stop you know we got therapy animals out there that are being you know proven to actually help people and their health benefits right so mm-hmm. Well, you know? and,
1: you know, it, this idea of, oh, you know, putting animals in unsafe situations like war zones and bomb-sniffing dogs and drug-sniffing dogs, it's like, oh, okay, well, so you have a problem with the idea of a bomb-sniffing dog, but you're, you would be fine with putting a, a person in that situation Yeah, yeah. in lieu of the of dog.
3: Well, because they can consent.
1: Oh, I see.
2: It's all about, <laughs> it's
1: right, it's all about the consent. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so all oh of a sudden, God. it's a completely different thing if you know if it's a if it's a human versus an animal, right? See, there you go. That's that would that technology
1: would probably is probably going to exist before a fully AI robotic dog is that 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 headset from that movie up where the dog can wear the headset and, <laughs> and talk, squirrel. <laughs> yeah, that's probably going to exist before a fully robotic. AI-driven guide dog. So there we go. We can work on the consent problem, technology-wise. There you go, yeah. Because then we can just be like, do you want to be my guide dog? Yep.
2: <laughs> Squirrel. Cool. All
1: right. All right. Th- so that's enough of that. I just wanted to, like I said, I wanted to play that for you guys to get oh, your, sure. a little get, bit of your input. Get the blood boiling. Uh, <laughs> well, it is Halloween, after all. Yeah. So speaking of
7: Ryan... What uh what what else are we going to do today? Well, we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of Halloween topics and Ooh. a little later on Steve is going to be carving a pumpkin. Oh, very nice. Well, hopefully there's going to be less bleeding this year.
1: Steve, did that uh did that end up scarring incidentally?
3: No, 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 no scar this time.
2: That's right. I remember that well. Steve cutting himself on the pumpkin as he was carving it. Looked like a bloody emergency room in here. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, maybe we'll have better luck this year, and Steve will actually get a scar.
2: Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do what <laughs> they, I can.
1: <laughs> they want our We know our audience, and they want blood, Steve, so do not disappoint. I'll take the photos. Whoa. What the hell was that?
7: I think that was the front door. Did
2: you order more shit from Amazon Prime again, Ryan?
1: Man, that's the most aggressive Amazon delivery driver I've ever heard. He really wants to fulfill that two-day shipping.
7: Well, we did order a pumpkin spice diffuser set, but it's not due for another few days. Uh, do you do you need to get that? No, it's okay. Linda's upstairs. She can get it. All
6: right. All right, I'm coming. Take it easy on the door.
7: She's
2: got it. So, uh, where were we? Um, Guide dogs.
1: Oh, yeah, right, right, right. So we talked about the guide dogs. Ah!
3: Damn it. What the hell's going on up there? Whoa, what is that? Is Benji freaking out now?
7: That didn't sound like Benji. Hang on. I'm going to go up and see what's going on. Yeah, we can't record with all this damn noise.
1: Uh, well, we'll just, uh, we'll just wait for Ryan for a minute and... Uh Smoke him Hopefully he, he them. finds out what the hell's going on. <laughs> got
2: him. Hopefully
1: he finds out what's going on up there. Hey, hey, aren't we supposed to all be on mute? I, I know
2: I muted my phone. Wait now. It's a text from the BC emergency alert system.
3: Mm, be, be advised, all residents of the Vancouver Lower Mainland are advised to return home and stay mm. indoors. A f- highly infectious agent has been discovered and is spreading rapidly. People who are infected are likely to become irrational, extremely violent, and may try to eat people. <laughs> what? If you encounter one of these people, keep your distance and seek shelter immediately. If you've been bitten by one of these people, you should isolate yourself from others and seek medical attention once the alert has been lifted.
1: Oh, shit. Hey Ryan! Ryan!
3: Ryan! Hey Ryan!
2: Get him. Uh. She attacked me. It's like she was crazy. We just had an alert on the BC emergency system. Freaking zombies,
1: man! She's turning into a freaking zombie. Ryan, did she bite you?
7: <clears throat> no, I mean I don't think so. Are you sure? Yeah, sure. I'm sure. <laughs> we should call nine one one. What did you do with Linda?
2: It's okay. We threw it on the balcony and locked the door. She'll be fine.
7: Where's Benji? Um, she kind of may have eaten him a little. She ate the dog. Yeah. Wow, I need a drink.
2: Sit down, Ryan. I think you're in shock. What now? I just need to sit down a while. Good idea. Just, yeah. just sit down, chill, have a seat. Yeah, you're looking super pale, dude. Whoa, he's fainted. Elevate his feet. Steve, get a cold washcloth. Rob, find a blanket. Hey, <clears throat> hey, here, here's a blanket. Cloth. OK, let's see his pulse. How's he doing? Uh, guys? Uh, he's got no pulse. What? He's, uh, dead, guys. It looks like Linda did bite him. There's a chunk out of the back of his wrist. Oh,
1: crap.
2: Well, we've got to get him out of here before he turns into
1: a
3: zombie. Right, grab his ankles. I got the arms. Let's get him out of here.
7: I want to suck your blood. <laughs> oh, he's turned into a. A,
1: a vampire? For Christ's sakes, who's in charge of the continuity for this episode? Come to me, my children.
2: Kill it! Kill it! How the hell do you kill a vampire? Uh,
1: uh, You stake it in the heart. That's what Buffy would do. Where do we find a stake? We need wood.
2: Drumstick. Not the bloody cowbell. Stab him in the heart with it.
3: (laughs) Oh, great. He's turned into a bat.
1: Get him! Duck! Don't let him bite you! Crap! I've caught him in the blanket.
2: Stab it! Stab it!
1: Oh, God. Oh,
3: wow. You guys okay?
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm okay,
3: but you're bleeding. Oh, just, just a scratch. Not a problem. We'll probably get fan mail.
1: Why is it that every Halloween episode you have to get cut? Wow.
2: Ryan made a shitload of dust. That is a shit ton of dust.
3: Uh, yeah, that's more than a Swiffer's gonna handle.
2: <laughs> guys, what do we do now for tech support? Oh
3: shit! Oh, guys, I'm, I'm feeling lightheaded. I'm just going to sit.
2: Yep, just like the last Christmas party. Another one down. Is he turning into a vampire? How the hell would I know? Just get the other drumstick, just in case. Mm. What is
1: that growing on the side of his neck?
2: Mm, it looks like bolts. Oh, what? Is he turning green? Mm. Oh, shoot. And his head is changing shape. I think uh, I think he's turning into Frankenstein
1: Uh, Actually, it's a common misconception It's actually called Frankenstein's monster Frankenstein was the doctor that created the monster (laughs) I swear, if I find out who's in charge of continuity I am going to give them a piece of my mind Holy f- how do you kill a Frankenstein? Quick, he's coming round! Uh, fire! Fire, I think! Throw him in the fireplace! It's an electric fireplace, you knob! try it anyways, it's gas! (laughs) Ah!
2: Is he dead? Seems like. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine, I- What? Uh, it's, it's, it's just a little scratch. Oh, For goodness sake sit down. I'm restraining you until I find out if you're okay Is this strictly necessary? I really do feel fine necessary We have a zombie Linda upstairs with a half-eaten dog a massive pile of dust where Ryan used to be an electrocuted Used to be and an electrocuted Frankenstein Steve. You're damn right. It's necessary fine, but I (laughs) I
7: Uh, uh. Uh,
2: <gasps> uh. Seriously, a werewolf? Give me a break. How do you kill a werewolf? Silver. Where am I going to find silver in the, gu- uh, the guitar dungeon?